Hello, hello, all. Welcome back. It's the We Need to Talk Club presents the Popcorn Podcast, not Popcorn, Popcorn, P-O-C, meaning people of color, uh, where we discuss films made by and starring, you guessed it, people of color. Today we are discussing Ooh. The Woman King. Oh my, god, oh, my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And as before we start, this is a spoiler zone. Yes, spoilers. Oh. All the spoilers. Spoiled, let, spoiled, discuss, spoiled. Do not stay here if you do not wish to be spoiled. If you do wish to be spoiled, you've seen it and just don't want to stop talking about it because it's hot, it's fire, it's exciting. Welcome. Stay, please. We're glad you're here. Um, so first I will do, oh, first we're going to introduce ourselves. My name is Tamaya and my uh, other hostess here, co-host, please. Hello, hello. This is Esther. Just so excited to be back and talking about this amazing movie with you all. So let's yes. get started. Why don't let's we? Started. No more interruptions. No more interruptions. It's time. Maya is about to burst. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you all know, I am the cinephile to Maya. Um, and my girls love their movies too, but I'm the one who actually will like, you know, risk COVID to get into the theater to see it. Uh, so <laughs> there will be films we discuss on here that maybe I have definitely seen and Esther have not. In those cases, Esther, and, and again, don't don't get mad at me because I usually, I am against giving spoilers at all times. But I, I have I, no qualms about it. Right. <laughs> I got to talk about it. Esther doesn't care about spoilers. She will read about the movie before she goes to see it. She's trifling. And so because of that, I have agreed to discuss said things, whether she has seen it or not. The Woman King is one of said things. So here we go. I did a quick well, before a we go into our yes. first section, why don't you give us a little bit about what The Woman King is about? Yes, I shall. All right. This is what I wrote so far. The Woman King follows the lives of an elite warrior force in the African kingdom of Dahomey called the Agoji. Um, the film is inspired by these real life by real life events and tales from these Amazon warriors who lived in the 18th and century, 18th and 19th centuries. Um, the Agoji faced two enemies in the storyline. One, the slave traders from a neighboring kingdom and also the European slavers from faraway lands. General Naniska trains and leads her new recruits to fight the evil coming for them. So this is what the movie all in all is about. Um, and of course there are stories within this. There are layers upon layers. Uh, we have, you know, we don't go over our 30 minutes here. So I will I will keep it tight, uh, keep it tight. but I'll keep it tight. <laughs> Let me but, go quickly through our, you know, questions here. <laughs> what were you expecting? Okay, okay. <laughs> First off, the previews started coming out and around the same time that the Black Panther previews came out. And so a lot of um, people, well, I was expecting, like, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, is this just Black Panther again? Because I will watch every yes, preview that I they drop for me. I, I honestly yes. thought it was yes. part of that universe. Yes. So I was like, <laughs> I don't care what. I will just watch every trailer they throw at me, whether they add one scene or whatever, <laughs> one word. I'm going to watch them all. So I'm just watching it. And as I'm watching it, I'm like, this is something different. This is. So <gasps> and it was just. 
It's because the Dormilaje is the is the Amazon African yeah. warrior female force that you see in the Black Panther. These are the women that they're inspired by. And so when I saw the woman king inspired by true events, I'm like, oh my God. Oh, oh, oh my heart. Oh, I was just like, I'm just being over but the but the black community was just oh. We were, oh, we were like, we are having a true story yes. based on our people that is not about like technically, you know, suffering from slavery. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Being the ass kickers, not the ones getting said ass kicked. What? Ooh. And I'm like, you're telling me I'm about to get a double dose of African beauty and wonderment in one year, in what? one fall season? What? God, are you good? Yes, Ooh. you are all the time okay so that was the first that's what i expected i expected i'm gonna get a true you know tale of the women that i have read about heard about only in college by the way because they do not teach you any of this anywhere else and they might have only heard that because i was taking africana studies i can't say that i would have heard about this if i wasn't taking very specific classes when i got to college because this is not a part of daily um, um, historical oh teachings. What is, is our suffering, all the stuff we've overcome, mm -hmm. not necessarily who we were, what we were. Uh, so very excited to see something I've only heard about, whispered about, read about coming to life because no matter what books it's in, no matter what lectures they discuss it in, the way people are massively reached is usually through media, whether it's your social media or your TV media, and that's only if it's popularized, or film, blockbuster specifically, not um, just independent. independent. So I'm like happy that they're independent films, but everyone's not going to watch independent films, and independent films are not available everywhere. So if yeah. you miss the date that it was showing in your town, that's it's it. over you know so it's so good that it made it to blockbuster status oh I yes will, next question <laughs> um, i think this one will be very quickly what have you heard apparently i've heard <laughs> and excitement i heard the only thing i heard because again i avoid spoilers something heavy folks not my friend here, but I do. So I stayed as clear as possible away from stuff. I saved the interviews because I didn't want any hints towards what was going to happen. I saved it to watch it after. I planned it. Me and my family always go into movies, usually deep. We bought our tickets. I was ready. So the only thing I heard before the movie was um, put out was a text from my parents saying, girl, you are in, a in for a treat tomorrow. Because they don't know I don't like spoilers either. But that built me up to like, oh, Oh my God, you mean it's as good as it says? Because they are not easy critics, okay, my folks. So, woo, got excited about that. And then I'll say afterwards, I've heard nothing but great things. I mean, there's obviously haters out there um, oh, who say that I think one set of haters were just like, oh, it glorifies slavery. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. No, it did not. Um, no, it did not. Um, and everyone else who I actually care about said they loved it. Um, it it's in the 90s in terms of um, ratings on Rotten Tomatoes cinema score. That's hard. That's hard as hell to get those kinds of ratings up there. Okay. So, so hard to get over 90% with those kinds of um, critic sources. So all good things, all good things. And they, and they had the biggest me. box office. So and great I don't weekend. Think 
we've mentioned this, but we have our queen, Viola Davis, as the main yes. actor. So yes. that's, you know, just the fact that for me, he was attached to this. I'm like, no matter what she does, <laughs> I could just watch her face, just like read a book, just, you know, silently reading a book. And that would be the greatest thing ever. Yes. So I, you know. <laughs> Her and her husband, Julius, it's their production company that has pushed this forward. They've been fighting for the film for seven years, the Juve production company that they created together, which I just learned about through her book, which her book is amazing. And so, oh my gosh, the fact that they, they had to fight for so long, but the fact that they made this a reality, the fact that it was actually brought to her attention years ago, but because she couldn't fathom it ever making it to the big screen, she just let it pass her by. And as the writer, the creator, of the storyline reapproached her with more backing from actual like people in the film industry ready people who did the treatment for the script and everything that's what she was like oh this is real real y'all really trying to make this happen and they approached her because they wanted her to be a part of it her production company her her is the lead finally she was just like you know what yes and then from there she took it on and then began her seven-year fight to get this bad boy made so it was it's incredible i'm so happy that this is the biggest this is the biggest project that her production company has done they've done theater they've done tv um but this is the biggest project to date and so it's, a lot was riding on this not because viola wanted to be successful oh, I mean, yeah, you know once won an oscar right? because but because the fact is if this doesn't make it just like if black mm -hmm. panther doesn't make it they're not going to allow more of these type of films yeah. to be made if the numbers don't I reflect know. they won't allow it to continue so the fact that not only was this good, but it reflected because our people showed out. Yes, yes. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> a little tidbit, listeners, about like why we are so excited to be doing this podcast is because of right. Usually, movies, you know, staring and made by people of color yes. is not just about the entertainment aspect of it. It's the fact that you know, it 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 sadly has an impact for all the others in the pipeline yeah and so us being excited about this means that we get to see more of those if it didn't you know get the the talking to, about and all of the press then sadly that means like you know we won't get like you know the next five ten great ones like it no or you know waiting on this result so yeah 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 <laughs> So next question, did it deliver? I feel like that's a very silly question for this particular <laughs> topic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry for whoever has their headphones on, the screaming in your ear. Yes. Yes, yes. people, yes. people, this film. Oh God. Okay, okay. This film delivered in so many ways. Again, it had levels to it. So it wasn't just about this amazing elite warrior force that we, that some of us have heard about existing. It wasn't just about that. It was, it, you had stories within the story. So we, you got romance in this film. You got, um, familial ties in this film. You had action in this film. You had emotion, so much emotion in this film. I cried at least three to four times in this film. Um, so serious connection with the characters. You had education in this film, okay? Because like I said earlier, um, if you didn't read, like I, also something else I've done because I was so into 
my history, if you didn't read about your history in Africa, if you didn't read about um, in like the National Museum of African-American History and Culture in DC, I've been there three times. If you didn't read all the different things they set up for you to understand, because they start off with you at the basement, that's where you can begin your journey and rise up as the, our people have risen up. That's how they've de de designed the actual museum. And in the basement is where you see all the slavery and how it began, but it also lists how, uh, yes, there was slavery throughout the world. It wasn't just, oh, only black people were enslaved. No, we understand that. And um, that is also something that a lot of people decide to use against us in arguments of, you know, oh, get over it. Oh, you guys weren't the only slaves, this, that, and the third. There's a difference between indentured servitude and there's a difference between um, humane slavery humane slavery to an extent. I mean, slavery is not good anywhere, but there's a difference between slavery where you still know who your people were, where you came from. You didn't, no, no other slavery has stripped a, a people the way that African slavery has done, uh, transatlantic slavery, okay? Um, the fact that, and I loved, one of the actresses who's amazing, her name is Tuso Mbedu. She played Naui. Something she said, which was like so affirming in one of the interviews was how she has found that a lot of African-Americans um, feel lost. And mm -hmm. she felt so um, um, honored because they actually did the first recordings in the first few weeks of the film in her home province. So it was like, she, she's a South African and she had no idea that the film would have any filming there or literally in her home province. So it felt so affirming for her, but she just felt like, she's like, you know, we had apartheid, we had all these different things. However, mm -hmm. we, I know exactly, I've been all from the Zulu nation. I know this and the third, she knows her history. She knows her ancestry. She knows where she's from and what was stripped from the slaves who were taken from our lands was that we, our culture, our identity, our history, all of that was stripped with it. So even after the torture, even after the horror, we still walk away completely dazed and confused and not knowing the, the thought of ripping children from our arms and separating families like that, that stuff was like another level. The fact that slavery was based off of skin color, not off of class, that was another level that didn't exist mm -hmm. before they decided to put us in those chains to where now people say, you know, regardless of what you are, whether you are not a, a part of the LGBTQ community, whether you are Jewish, people won't know unless they ask you, unless you tell them. They know just from the color of our skin. That's how it was designed. Like the, the slavery and not trying to never want to rate trauma or what anyone's going through historical damages um, of different people throughout the world. I don't like to do that. I'm not trying to do that. Oh, we had it worse. No, I'm just saying the differences are not comparable. So don't try to downplay my trauma for yours or the history of my people for yours. So all that to say. So I love that in this film, they explain that in very simplistic, open-eyed, like straight up terms, short words, not big words, good, short, quick words. Because even if you never read that book or visited that museum or took that college course, you can know from this, this film. So not only did it show us our history, it explained our history. There were moments in there where they made statements like, like there was a slave um, owner, catcher and trader, white, who was talking to the king in Africa and was straight up saying, you know, 
um, the African king was telling him, hey, um, we can prosper in different ways. Uh, your people already prosper. My people can prosper in different ways. We're looking to kind of get out of the slave selling aspect of it. The king, the king that was the king of the warriors we're talking about, the Agoji, they were trying to get out of that. Like, you know what? Selling our people, ah, it's not it's not ringing like it used to. And the white slave owner is like, it's made you rich. It's made you powerful. You will not be protected if you if you stop this, this trade. And it's like, listen, my people are only prosperous because of the selling of your people to us. Your people are the ones who are making us prosperous. How many times you hear that sentence in the world, in any film where slavery is involved? Never, but it is true. Um, or the sentence of, um, um, Naniska, played by Viola Davis, the general of the Agulji warriors saying, you know, um, our people, what, what the king was saying, oh, I won't sell our people, our Dahomey people gonna be good. And she's like, all African people are our people. That part, because a lot of people like to talk about or get mad at, oh, Africans sold Africans. It's the truth, it's what happened. Can't skip over it, it happened. But a lot of that was people really thought they had different tribes, different villages, different kingdoms. Let's say we have different states and different uh, countries now and they didn't think of each other necessarily as one. They felt like, oh, less competition. If we fight a war and I, capt uh, I capture many of your people, now I can sell them off, become richer and there's less competition on the other end. It was more, but they thought of it as a humane trade in society. They thought of it like everyone else in the world who did slavery of, you know, I'm selling my daughter off or this, then the third to this town or what have you. They didn't think what was happening to us was happening to us. One more sentence that was said in there and I will move on to the next question. Sorry. Was <laughs> the king of Dahomey at one point talked about how his mother was sold off by his brother, the previous king. Um, and he was like, I have people looking for her now and she'll be returned very soon. The ignorance of, because they only thought of humane slavery as they themselves had versions of slavery. The ignorance of a lot of African people who were selling off other people, they thought they could be found and brought back. They had no idea that all that belonged, history, information, wasn't even kept once you were in that slavery that that transatlantic slavery you were lost lost mm -hmm. so the fact that he even thought you know oh they're looking for us she'll come back and we'll find your mom too and instead of no clue to the extent of what was done to us so i love that this film had all those things so yes it delivered like nobody's ever delivered before and things that i feel like i do not have to explain because i read certain things certain places to the masses of my people and people who are not of African-American descent, because I can just say, hey, can you watch this movie for me and then call me back? Thank you. <laughs> so <Sorry>. lastly, <laughs> I think this is a redundant question, but needs to be asked. What was the impact, i.e. how did it make you feel? It made me feel powerful. I walked out of there feeling like I could, I could, I could do anything. It made me feel, hmm. it made me feel seen. It made me and feel seen. The, the, that again, right? Like how crucial it is to be represented as yes. you said in popular media. Yes. Because for long, right? For me, when if I'm watching a um a film that is about the black experience, quote unquote, and I am not African American mm. by birth, uh, I am from Haiti, so Afro Caribbean. Um 
if it is a blockbuster movie for the most part, it's going to be about slavery, but slavery in terms of, um, you know, it's always about slavery and how, you know, we poor blacks had it really hard. And here's this white person who comes to save us. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. this is this is our blockbuster movie that I've grown up with. Yes. Yes. So I remember um kind of share a little bit about myself Please. when I saw um Black Panther. Okay. And I went and saw it with my spouse who is not black. Mm-hmm. And I came out of that movie just crying so much. And he's and he's a big like he's he watched, he watched movies for the action. So he's like, you know, like, what? You're fine. <laughs> you know, it was a good movie. You know, like, it had action. It was like fun. Like, the good people won. And I was like, you don't understand. I've never saw a movie on the big screen where there were women who looked like me, who really looked like me and did not have to have straight hair yes in fact they even threw off the straight hair in the film and I was there was and it was you know I I think I was like you know maybe like I think I was a good five or so years into my natural hair journey at this point which wasn't okay but you know again like as you go into this journey it's a lifelong journey yeah (laughs) and so it meant like it as I said like I cried because it was like I felt seen for the very first time on the big screen because there were beautiful people who had their hair in different ways that I've seen people, you know, in my family, my surrounding who, you know, who are black, like me, wear their hair. But it wasn't something, it wasn't like part of, oh, you know, once she gets, you know, to to the good side on the second act, she's going to have that good weave hair. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, so that's why I was like, so for some people, it might just be a great action movie. And that's great. That's like their entry point. Yeah. But to us who have been basically in the desert without, like you said, you know, that, that, that kind of just model of, oh, we can have like these amazing stories about people like us, of us. Yeah who are doing this amazing stuff and not just suffering and dealing with like just, you know, drug issues because we're always thugs or, you know, because we're from the inner city and it's like, you know, how much we just are suffering or having horrible family. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, precious. Again, great film, but this is the film that have been given to us. You know, yeah. it's all about, are suffering and yes this movie has suffering but it's also about this aspect of our history or just not even our history or just like of our lived experience yeah we as a people also as with any people and you know we want to talk about other sort of uh films of people of color not just the black experience but that overall like right we all of us have lived in experiences where we were heroes, where we had love, where we had loss, where we had yearnings, where we had bouts of faith, where, you know, we all have had that as humans. Yeah. And to just pigeonhole, you know, us 
people of color to different aspects through the white lens of, oh, you know, Asian people, it's just all about either, you know, World War One and how horrible you were. Okay, come you know, on. Like previously kind of like carrot, um, you know, martial arts, and that's all you guys are. Jesus. You, you know, uh, Latin people. And again, it's either all about like, you know, that sort of like body class uh, kind of thing or overall just, you know, again, like communism at EQ because that's all you know. Like, yeah. no, we are so much more than that. And we are wanting to just be seen. We just yeah. want to be seen in all yeah. of our multitudes and all of our fabulosity and all of our just, you know, stories that we just want to share with each yeah. other. So that's, you know, again, where I come from and how I feel about this movie that I have yet to see. <laughs> <laughs> You will see it, friend. You so our second section is usually um, kind of... Oh, yeah. yeah. And hold on, I want to say this. I do want to say okay. this. I, I Just to follow up on what you were saying. Again, I too, I too felt seen. It felt like, um, it felt like I've always felt bad as a cinephile because I like and love movies that don't represent me that aren't mm -hmm. like I have friends and everything you know all black everything mm -hmm. the only, and I I understand it I love all black stuff too but the larger scope of films that I love and related to and understood and only related to in a certain sense have not mm -hmm. included people who look like me who act like me or what have you mm -hmm. so it was a bit of guilt there to walk into this world of uh, of cinema and not necessarily you know you know, the fact that, oh, I really do love Forrest Gump or I really, really love the help, you know, uh, oh, but but we were, were made, so, but they had stories too. And like me having to justify loving movies that necessarily didn't hold us in the highest, you know, it's- The best light. It, yeah. Correct. It, it, I've always felt a guilt about that. I've been fighting it because I'm like, no, a good movie is a good movie. But I do also in that can say, I would love to have more films with people who look like me that are just as good, if not better, than the ones I already hold dear into my heart. And so to feel seen in this one felt like this is finally one of the ones I get to also add to the list. Cause I don't have many on the list. You know, there's the color purple, you know, there's like a good amount of, but to be this strong, this great, based on true events, not just made up ones. The Black Panther is great, but it is also a false narrative to see the moment in the film where you see just regular women, African women in regular garb walking to their, their kingdom. And then it says Dahomey kingdom and it's gorgeous and not Black Panther gorgeous where everything's futuristic, but it's gorgeous, regular, regular 1800s land and beautiful buildings and everything and a beautiful civilization because savage and uncivil is something they like to throw out a lot and what we were raised to believe when it came to our culture and our 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 land beautiful civilized city and it wasn't anything futuristic or made up would i tell you the tears automatically just like this is the reality this right here and them dancing and laughing and learning and being smart and being strong and not necessarily having a, 
whole bunch of makeup on to, you know, um, that makes them maybe a tinge lighter or weave in their hair fully, naturally as they came and talking to each other and looking at each other and watching these women on screen, not obsessing about beauty or colorism or anything and just living and thriving and supporting each other. What the freak? God, you never get that. And most of them were darker. Because when I do finally get my black women on screen, and it's nothing to my lighter skinned women who I love dearly, mm -hmm. they are mostly lighter skinned individuals or mixed individuals who have very European like features. So my wide nose doesn't get exposed or my thick hair and my thicker lips and my darker skin without, because even the darker skinned women we get to see on TV have European like features normally, which is why they're put on a higher pedestal and they are beautiful. They're just not the only beautiful. They're not the only ones. So to see such a very wide, vast variety of black women of all diasporas, and that's one of the things the, the director, Gina Prince Bythewood, also the director of Love yeah. and Basketball and all the yes. things, yes. Thank also Old Guard, which is an excellent movie on Netflix, but that's not the point right now. <laughs> she said that she wanted to make sure that she brought on women from all over the diaspora. So from the Caribbean, from Europe, from America, from Africa. So the, the cast was filled with black women from all these places because we have been taught not to trust, not to see each other as one, but as separate. And she mm -hmm. wanted it to be a group of black women in a supporting role with each other, beating ass out here on this film. And she accomplished the hell out of that. Thank you. All right. All right. So <laughs> my choice popcorn of topic. Seen, yes. What is a popcorn topic today? Okay. What theme, theme, you know, aspect of, you know, production, cinematography, just overall screen writing, do you want to just quickly dive into? Okay. And God, there was so much of this film. It's hard as hell. But I will pick one that pumped me up, that okay. pumped my family up, that Good. pumped, I'd like to say, my 17-year-old um, teenage brother up, okay? Just want to point that out. It's not just mm -hmm. Black women or just women feeling like this, but the fact that it resonated with men <laughs> who were able to come out and feel just as empowered and happy without necessarily being like, where the guys at? Mm -hmm. it's not for you right now was this scene right before they go into their big battle okay oh god there was so much of this film that I talk about but we're doing only mm -hmm. one and we're shutting this down yeah. people if you want to yes. see it you go see it support yes. um what is our goal it's for you to go and like support these films yes, support them. <laughs> there was this one scene where um it actually showed a, a bit of it in the previews so when i got to see it in real life yes mm -hmm. right before their big battle you see them prepping you see them oiling their bodies so their bodies are too slick to hold on to when they're fighting mm -hmm. you see them putting on their clothes their you know because they didn't have armor okay <laughs> clothes because they need to be flexible with it you see them grabbing their weapons and prepping themselves and they are all like in a a pre-training for this war together at night doing their their rituals their spiritual rituals for success okay. in this battle they're going into okay. and they're also practicing together think about mulan when all the people were like oh. practicing at one point mm -hmm. huh, huh, huh. 
This is what these women were doing in the dark and the camera was so good because you still saw all of them, okay? Oh, nice and bright with the fire flickering on their skin. Yes. We've done such a long, again, that's why, just not to take away from like your thing, but no, why no. Black Panther was so important for cinematography is that it yes. showed that we could actually go beyond the prescribed uh, color scheme yes. that has been applied to us for so long where yes. you were either washed out completely yes. because of like, you know, I think Canon or Kodak, Kodak, who was the company that, you know, um, early um, color films used. Yeah. Like that were still being used, you know, three, five decades later. Okay. But moving on to the point that what Black Panther did for us, right, is show that like you, you, we have within us there are skin tones that differ, and they still yes. need to be called out yes. and and shown in all of their vibrancy. Yes. So, and beauty. And so imagine, oh. right, like when you're filming dark skinned people in a dark slash night background yes and how we as uh creatives have to do our own things because the equipments that are built for that particular yes, you know scene. situation didn't even think about us but okay now giving okay. it to you when giving i tell you, you this thing was like finding the right foundation yes mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. glowing in the darkness and they were building up doing this their moves at the same time there was one scene in which one of the leads is doing like a a twirl of her sword as she's walking backwards and it's the sexiest it. yes. uh, uh dopest hardest scene you can see in one person at one time she's just like oh oh and it was all within and then they're chanting together oh god gee Wusu, Agaji, Wusu, and then the gates open and they all start marching out as one with their faces ready for battle. That's what I tell you. <laughs> was all the things, and it was just like a pumped up, like you were ready to go to war with them. Best scene ever. And to hear my brother and people talk about like that really pumped me up. To hear him talk about like. Like God, Viola Davis is such a great actress. Like, and and, and also Lashana, and also the my a, a teenage boy who you know who he caring about, what he caring about, not this. Say stuff like that. Say how much this kind of thing impacted him. Mm. Oh God, it was so freaking good, and I just I can't wait to see it again. I'm gonna see it again. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> I am just pumped. I'm so happy that this exists. And I again, to talk about this particular scene, right? It's, yes. it's a joy for us, right? Yes. Because again, as I stated before, <sighs> so many of our movies, right? Like what comes to mind is 12 years of sleep, right? Yes. I'm a star. When we see a movie like that, that does bring us tears for a particular reason, right? Yes. But the tears is because like, oh, we made it. We're still alive. Yes. And, that's, and, that, and that's all we've we've been conditioned to accept. It's like, oh, we were able to like, you know, live another day, take yes. another breath because just everything is made to just oppress and just completely- Suffocate us. Suffocate us. So for us to have that, that similar experience and like emotionally, but for something where we are not, we're not here surviving, but we're actually here thriving Yes. And we're thriving in glory and in color. 
Yes. Like, that is something again, right? That I keep saying this and might just be like, oh, Esther, you know, shut up. But no, it's, it's, so, it's so new to us. And we're in the year 2022. Yes. You know, to, to be excited and just completely like, just come to tears because of greatness, because of joy, because of, of beauty. Yes has, you know, it's has eluded us and we're finally it has eluded us getting to be part of that conversation. Because again, I'm thinking about similar movies, right? So many of those uh, war movies like Dunkirk, right? That I'm sure people who are into that sort of, you know, theme and, you know, part of that ethnicity, right? Where you get to have that movement, movement for yourself, where you see yourself and perhaps your grandfather and your uncle, whatever, right? Having these heroic moments that mm. are true to life because they're based on true events. Mm-hmm. We've never mm-hmm. had that, at least again, on the great, on the main screen. I know that there are many independent films out there who probably have done, you know, um, films about particular great topics, you know, relating to us, but to see it, as Maya said, open to not just us in the U.S., but to the world. Yes. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. It's, it's, it's huge. It's monumental. It's, 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 it's history making. It's just, it's just everything. It was, it was everything. It was everything. No, to close out. Yeah. What film <laughs> from you know small popcorn bag to extra large popcorn bag. Extra gosh dang large popcorn. With you know extra bag. butter, all the top. All the things. Actually, go and make butter. No burnt pieces. Okay, not one burnt piece. <laughs> and we'll actually pay for another one again. Yes. Instead of just you know trying to bring it in <laughs> our bag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take my money. Take my overpriced popcorn money. <laughs> It was so great, not so good, so great. And yes, that is our situation for the Woman King. Thank you for being here with us. Thank we went you. about uh, eight minutes over what we usually go because we try to keep it under 30, but it was needed, okay? Because it's the first time. Um, so we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening, for giving us this opportunity to talk the popcorn talk. We're so happy to be here. And, and um, let remember- us know what movies, you know, we should, Ooh, yeah. um, you know, watch, put on our list, you know, email us yes. at we need to talk club at gmail.com yes. with your recommendation. We'd love to see it if we yes. can. Yes. Uh, we're building out our, you know, um, inventory here, our catalog. So remember it is movies starring or made, made by, by. Or, uh, the story is about you know people of color definitely not um tied to just the black experience uh so we would right. love to know and watch and discuss movies that you know speak to you and your experience so holler totally. at us and again thank you so much for being with us thank you so, so excited and yes. Even though Maya is not okay with, you know, discussing something she hasn't seen, 
I don't have that problem. So and <laughs> come at me. Here <laughs> to follow us, review us, support us in all your podcast listening platforms. And until we speak again, see you in the credits. Bye. Yes, bye. <laughs>